Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. I'm doing a lot of hand motions today. I love Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. We, the season has started now. I've got Christian Saez here with me. I'm Susie Hunter. Christian, how are you doing? How did you like that game last night? Oh my gosh, Susie. Uh, it's it's a good day. It's, it's a, a good, good day. day to be a Rockies We're fan right now. Day. The Rockies are so back. And I don't care that it's that it was opening day, it was first game. Right now we have positive stuff to talk about for the Rockies and there is nothing better than starting the season on a, on a good on a good note. Yeah, let's talk about our first place Colorado Rockies. First place <laughs> home run leader just crushing it right out of the gate. This, be arguably the best team in baseball, too, right now. Best team in baseball right now. Tied with a few others. About 15 others. Just a bit. <laughs> just about. We're hanging in there. <laughs> We're in the conversation, and that's great, that's all we can ask for. Great vibes, one day only. Yes, yes. <laughs> one day only. Just starting strong. No, a great, great start to the season against uh, the Padres. The Rockies are high-key the Padres kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, and, and I was talking to you a little bit about that before we started, is like, you know, I'm impressed that they had such a good game against the Padres. Now, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, baseball is a sport where even, you know, a, a very big outmatched team can come up and just have a good game, your pitcher's on, you know, and, and that kind of stuff happens, but uh, the Rockies had a good overall outing against the Padres, and that's what I liked the mm-hmm. most, is that it wasn't just one guy who just had a game, you know, they had a uh, Marquez just threw lights out, and that was what won it. Like, no, the entire team put together yeah. a legitimate performance. Everyone got a hit. Everyone you got a hit. You get a hit, and you get a yes, hit, and Oprah you Winfrey. get a hit. Like, Everyone got a hit. Crone with two home runs. He was crushing it, literally. Literally. And uh, Marquez with a good outing. I, I mean, they, they a, a, a J-Law had a good performance. Like, We're going to talk about J-Law in a little bit, but this might be the year of J-Law. Yeah. it was. Boy, I mean, cooking. It, it, was, it was a good outing for him. So I, I just, a lot of positive things to talk about. It wasn't just one or two guys that put it together and, you know, mm-hmm. ended up getting them the victory. This was a full team effort. And I think it sets the stage for... Obviously, it's really early, but it sets the stage for what the Rockies can be when they play cohesively. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're going to make the playoffs or win the World <laughs> Series, but it gives you a bit of an idea of, hey, when this team's playing well together, this is what you can see from them. Let's keep ourselves humble because we do know the division we're in. We do know yes. what we have to work with. So, like... You know, let's, it, yes. let's manage our expectations. With a grain of salt, of course. But it's so hard to manage those expectations when you see... CJ Crone in that performance last night because he had such a quiet spring, 
who the hell cares? Yeah. He had a very loud opening day. Absolutely incredible. Those two home runs. He's leading MLB in home runs right now. And you know what I like to see is it started making it into the national spotlight. You know, I mean, yeah. you rarely see the Rockies showing up on someone's radar when I'm scrolling through Twitter and it's not, you know, a local posting. Like, no, I was seeing the ESPN posting about um, his second home run. And, and so that was kind of cool to see the Rockies actually getting, uh, making the big stage uh, a little bit in their yeah, opening day. Getting a little attention. We like when the Rockies get attention. But yeah, four RBI, tied for second all time by a Rockies player on opening day. Vinny Castillo, of course, has the most with five back in 1998. That's, wow. Yeah. So, hey. Five home runs? In, no, five in, RBI. Oh, five RBIs. RBI. Okay, I was going to say, wow, <laughs> no, no, wow. No. <laughs> Calm it's down. It's a bigger it's okay. stat there. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, that's CJ Crone's second home run in the seventh inning. Um, that, okay, so per Sarah Langs, that in terms of multi-game home runs on opening day for the Rockies, CJ Crone has done it. Trevor Story has done it. Vinny Castilla has done it. Every time it's happened, it's been on the road. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, and, which yeah. is weird because that definitely goes against the national core's narrative. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, from a play, I, I can't say, I can't speak from experience as a, as a professional baseball player by any means, but I had a couple two home run games when I was in high school, mm -hmm. and there is no better feeling <laughs> than hitting two home runs in one game. I mean, like, I, I, would, I would argue that that's almost more rewarding. This is, this is tough, but I'd, I'd argue okay. that it's almost more rewarding mm -hmm than throwing a high school no-hitter. Oh. Seven-inning no-hitter in high school. Hitting two home runs in one game in high school is more rewarding than throwing a no-hitter in high school. Damn. I know. I mean, like, that's I, so fun, though. I can't fun, say though. that from the professional league. But. I mean, listen, a no-hitter takes all freaking game. It takes several hours. You don't get that immediate satisfaction. But, like, you know, those those home runs, you yeah. feel them right away. You do. And, and I, it's so the I get trot. it. You, I get it's it. It's the trot around the bases. You're just... And when you get to do it for a second time... There's no better feeling. Um, oh, I do want to address some comments. We got one right now. The biggest issue for David was the two catcher interferences last night. Elias Diaz, yeah, very unusual yeah. stuff. And, and also, like, the one, I, I don't think it should have been. Yes, true, true. I, I will say, you know, I mean, when you start looking at catcher interferences, one, not a big deal. It happens every once in a while. Sometimes you're trying to get that, you know, the, the good spot. You're trying to get the um, good stick with the glove. Second time, it's starting to become something that your your pitching and, and catching coaches are going to look at. Um, there was that one that that kind of seemed like it was a bit on the edge. Yeah. Um, but it's something to think about. We'll see mm -hmm. if it continues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, also, David did note in the comments, one of those home runs from CJ Crone was a unicorn. It only would have been a home run at Petco Park. Did David get to see our show notes before we started? I think David saw the show notes. <laughs> like, think, or, or David or logged on good, to good the DNBR Rockies Twitter. Right, <laughs> right. Because I think we probably talked about a bunch of these things. It, it is we a were, good point. We were also excited live tweeting that game. There were a lot of us with our Twitter fingers going. Yeah, it's nice when you're winning. And and David does make fun. a good point. You know, fun. I mean, that that is a, it's a, a home run's a home run, though. So doesn't matter if it's, you know, 300 feet on the dot or 400 feet. It's, it's a home run. Yeah, we got to talk about the 17 hits and the 17 strikeouts because that was pretty interesting. And I know uh, Mark just brought it up in the comments too. So listen, you ask, you shall receive. <laughs> yeah. Historic. Just, yes. Historic. <laughs> yeah, and the 17 strikeouts, you know, if they win, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're, they're playing well. Yeah. 17 hits, 17 strikeouts. They're, uh, they're, they're doing good. Yeah, this is so. Um, this is the only time that this has happened in the modern era. So dating back to 1901, 
um, that a team has struck out 17 times at the plate and recorded 17 hits in a nine-inning game. So the Rockies making history. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little questionable. Sometimes it's like, okay, that's really cool. And, you know, this this was cool. I think this was cool. It is. It's uh, it's a fun stat. You know, baseball people love to to nerd out over stats. Patrick, I'm sure, mm-hmm. loved to see the 17 and 17 stat line there. Um, but, yeah, like I said, the only thing for me is they, they were able to pick up the win. And so yeah. I don't care how you get it done. I don't care how how ugly it was. You picked up a win. I mean, you, you look at the A's and their game against Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani just was dealing yesterday and then he comes out of the game and the A's say, you know what? Hey, you might've, you might've had a good starter, but we're going to hit your second guy. So it doesn't matter how rough the game looked as long as you come away with a victory. The, the Rockies, you know, might've had those 17 strikeouts, but um, the rest of their game was solid. We will definitely talk about the A's and the Angels and Shohei and all of that later. But listen, death taxes, the Angels finding a way to lose after Shohei Otani does something historic. Yeah, that seemed uh, that seemed kind of to, to set the stage for what the rest of the season is going to look like for the Angels. Uh, it, and it's tough because as a pitcher, there's nothing worse than having a team that just doesn't have your back. And I cannot imagine a guy like Shohei Otani, who's arguably the best baseball player in the major leagues right now. Mm-hmm. And he has to deal with that. You know, you go out there and you throw a, a, a solid outing and then your team no, just can't no one's got your back. help you out. No one's got your back. I I mean, listen, we're going to be talking about this all season. I said this before, but we are going to be talking about all season speculating where Shohei is going to end up. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's I, sad. That's a terrible position to be in because we as Rockies fans were in that position, you know, with Trevor Story. Just like, OK, he's obviously not going to stay. Where's he going to end up? And it has to be a, a, a big mental thing for him as well, because you know he he knows his worth. He knows mm-hmm. what he's valued. He he's seen the the rumors, and I'm sure his agent has clued him in on how much he's probably going to be looking at, in when he signs. Um, and so, but there there's an there's an X factor to that as well. It's not just about the money for these guys. These guys know that they're going to be making millions wherever they go. So he's going to be wanting to go to a place where he can win, and where he can create a legacy and build to his legacy and so it's it's challenging when you're a team like that that you've got mike trout Shohei otani two of the best baseball players in the world and you just can't figure out a way to win i loved the jokes that people were tweeting out during that um wbc final where it's like wow shohei and mike trout like they're so amazing in this wbc imagine if they were teammates yeah literally (laughs) yeah yeah imagine if they played on the same team imagine if one team had both of these dudes but it does show just how much baseball is a team sport. And that's where I go back to the whole point about the Rockies and how Steering much of a back. team effort their victory was on opening day. Uh, that, that's what's so cool about it. You know, I mean, baseball is not just one or two guys. You know, you can have a team that's really, really good and have some guys that have off days. And if you don't play cohesively, um, you lose to a team um, like the Rockies, who who had a very good game against a very good Padres team. You know, you know who did have an exceptionally good opening day was Charlie Blackman. Mm-hmm. Um, so Patrick Saunders tweeted this out last night. Uh, Charlie Blackman, before this, was three for thirty-eight in ten opening day games, and he had three hits last night. So he, he did better than he's ever done combined. Three for 38. I know. Jeez, is... What is it about? Finally, I guess he's done like 10 opening days. He's like, okay, fine. Now I can relax. Yeah. And got a few under my belt. In. Three for 38. That's, I mean, and, and, and as a player, you know, you always ask those questions of like, okay, how much do you really look at stats? You know, because mm-hmm. obviously as a player, you want to be focused on where am I slack where am I lacking? Is there a specific side of my game? That's not feeling up to par right now, but 
it's hard when you've got so much noise going around your head. And I, I would imagine for a guy like Blackman to hear, hey man, I don't know if you know this, but you're three for 38 in opening days, but good luck, go go figure it out. Like that'd be a little <laughs> annoying, you know? Like I wouldn't yeah. really want to focus on that. So um, it's good that he was able to kind of drown out some of that noise and, and pick up some some hits. After all these years, he yeah. finally did it. <laughs> Just took him a, a handful of uh, tries. It's the year of Charlie Blackman. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the Rockies. Very hot start, that one, this one game, this first game we've seen. But first we gotta talk about the amazing space that we're at. Here at the corner of Colfax and York, the DNVR bar, it is popping tonight. We, what are people here for right now? I, I, random games, I feel like. I, There's I actually a lot of don't random know. stuff. I'm like trying to figure Some out like what everyone's going watching. On We've got uh, Marlins Mets on down there right now. Good, yeah. It's hard to find baseball games to watch on television right now, so it's nice to come to the bar where you can actually watch most of the games. You can watch Rockies games here, yes. I promise you. But listen, and it, you could save even more money if you become a diehard. Because if you are a diehard, you are getting 15% off of your tab every damn time you come in to the DNVR bar. You are also getting 20% off of everything from dnvrlocker.com. When you become a diehard, you are getting a free t-shirt every single year, not just when you join, every year. And you're getting 20% off of our tailgates and more importantly, our incredible takeovers. We have such a great party bus situation happening tomorrow for the Rapids game. We have our very own Rockies takeover on April 29th. You gotta get tickets to that because it's gonna be actually so much freaking fun. Um, but listen, you can you can make it happen. Head to thednvr.com. It's 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 a good time. It's it a great a gr time. It is a great time. I, I I'm excited for opening day at Coors Field, um, and I know you guys are going to be throwing a party. Mm -hmm. I, I I will not, unfortunately, be able to be there, but I am jealous. So everyone who gets to go, who gets a ticket and goes to uh, the, the takeover for opening day at Coors Field, mm -hmm. um, just have a drink for me because uh, I'll be thinking about you guys. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I hate that you found out that you can't make it to opening Literally day. Literally right before the show. Right I'm like the, the worst show. vibes before the show, finding out that I could not go to opening day because of work. But you're being so brave right now. I so am. strong. I know. Admitting that there was tough feelings coming also, into David, this. Also, David, thank you for loving the DNVR bar. Yes, yes. We love it. You know what we love to do at the DNVR bar? I feel like I see everyone with their DraftKings Sportsbook app open all the time. But now that it's baseball season, whew. Baseball is so fun to bet on because there's so, so many fun. different things you can bet on. Not things just the outcome of the games, but like every yeah. so many weird little things, every game that you can bet on and you can do it at DraftKings Sportsbook and new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly if you win. And listen, they've got we've got NBA bets too. No sweat, same game parlays. Um, so much going on in that app, but... Listen, it's tis the season. Tis the tis season. Tis the season. So I, baseball is like one of those things that you could have played baseball your whole life and start betting on baseball, and you you starting to learn things that you've never you didn't even know existed. Yeah. Different stat lines, and I'm, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Like I'm having to look up certain you know uh, certain things to mm -hmm. figure out what they mean. It's it's fun. It's fun. It teaches you a lot about the sport. You know what kind of does that you can. Oh, that's the thing about baseball. Even people who know everything about baseball, they always say there is more to learn, and you're gonna learn more about the game of baseball by making these random crazy bets every game, every damn game. But listen, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
And listen, I don't know how to transition out of this. I'm no Patrick, but Bacchus and Shanker. Did you hear about the day Bacchus and Shanker? Well, just uh, Kyle Bacchus came in. Okay. But yeah. it was a celebrity I, moment. I did, actually. Marissa told me. She said, yeah, you, the, you know, our, one of our sponsors and the big law guy, he came in. I yeah, said, it was nice. incredible. I felt yeah. like we met a celebrity. Like, he came on the Nugget Show. Like, it was crazy. Super cool. It was actually crazy. But um, not only are they good dudes, um, they are really good at what they do. Um, when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker, they are there to help. And they are winning for Colorado families. They are helping those who have been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years, and it is totally free until they win you money in your case. And if you've ever been injured, you know it can get very expensive. You're going to have medical bills. So the fact that you're not paying anything until they win you money, that is huge to me. There's no fee while they work on your case. There is no fee unless they win your case and win money for you. So Bacchus and Shanker, they've been doing it a lot. A million, oh, sorry, a billion with a B. They've won a billion dollars for their clients here in Colorado, and now they've got locations all over serving Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. But listen, they've got the strength and power to win your case. They've got 30 lawyers. They've got more than 100 staff. So listen, the bottom line, Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. So car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks, they can even help you if you're injured at work. So call us, call us, call them. At all Dazas, two, 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 two. To find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. There we go. That was good. All Dazas. That was good. I like it. <laughs> Thank I like you. It. Easy to remember. It, it is. It, it could not be an easier to remember phone number. That's great. That's really <laughs> um, Let's get back to last night's very fun Rockies win that left Padres Twitter absolutely imploding. Yep. They were crumbling. You love to see it. <laughs> you simply love to see it. They're very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, as they should be. As we are being. Not that not the Rockies' day. Twitter is is no, dramatic. No, I, I think I texted you saying, uh, "All right, that's it. They're going undefeated. Yeah. Calling it now." <laughs> so we're no overreactions on our end. On at all. pace for one sixty two. Um, uh, who would have thought last night Ryan McMahon would have the first stolen base of the season? I, I could see it. Yeah. I, it. You know, I mean, I it, it makes sense. Um, I do think it's it's setting the tone. You know, we're going to see that from him. I want to see some more stolen bases this year. So, that's what yeah. I want. That's yeah. on that's the top of my wish list. Yeah. And I'm curious. I know we've talked about this before, but I'm curious mm -hmm. to see how uh, the new pitching rules come into play with stolen bases, you know, with, with obviously being limited to two pickoffs or three if you actually get the pickoff. Um, you know, so I'm curious to see how runners, base runners start to read pitchers differently yeah no very interesting yeah. as a uh, former pitcher now that you've seen this pitch clock implemented through all these spring training games and through you know one day of major mm -hmm. league games um i mean what are your thoughts what are your feelings i i'm okay with it i think as pitchers you learn to adapt um it's not something that's completely changing everything about the game. Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe I'm a little bit different because I naturally worked quick. I like to set a, a quick pace and mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I was like, get back on the mound. The minute you get the ball back, get ready to go. Um, but I just think you adapt. You learn to adapt. It's new this year, so it's going to be weird for some people. Um, 
But I think over time, it's going to be one of those things you look back on, like the three-point line in the NBA. Mm -hmm. You know, the three-point line in the NBA is still kind of recent if you think about the history of the sport. That's true. And I mean, I can't even think about the NBA if I don't or basketball without a three-point line. That doesn't even process in my mind. So I think it's just going to become a very typical part of baseball. Yeah. Um, And I think pitchers are going to adapt, and they already are. And we're seeing what average time for the M- for for major league baseball game yesterday was 2 hours and 45 minutes yeah. down from 3 hours and 11 minutes yeah. last year so it's obviously making an impact a positive impact 2 hours and 45 minutes is a good that's a good median you're getting your money's worth as a fan mm-hmm. but you're also not staying at the ballpark for 4 hours i'm going to read you some of the game lengths uh from yesterday 233 307, 221, mm. 310, 214, 304, 232, 302, 242, 338. That's like the longest game yeah, I think we yeah. had was 338. Um, uh, 238, uh, 256. That was the Rockies Padres game. 235, 214, 230. These are fast games. They are. And, and, and I know people, a lot of baseball fans, very typical or, you know, very, um, old fashioned baseball fans are saying like, well, I enjoy, you know, spending four hours at a, at a baseball park and on a Saturday when mm-hmm. it's 80 degrees in Denver. But I feel like you're still getting that baseball experience. Two and a half hours is still a long time. Like you're still getting your money's worth yeah. out of that. I mean, you think if you go into an NHL game or an NBA game, two and a half hours is just about what you're going to get yeah. when you go to those kind of games. So I think it's good for the sport. Um, and I haven't heard a lot of people complain about it either. I think it's it's overall being accepted pretty positively. Yeah, no, I hate the argument too. I think I mentioned this on the show maybe yesterday or the day before, but people are like, it's less baseball. I'm like, no, it's less downtime between the baseball. Yes, yes. And you're not missing too much. I mean, there's 162 games of baseball throughout the year. It, you've got plenty of baseball. Trust me, yeah. you're not missing out on anything. And like you said, you're still getting nine innings at least of baseball. Yeah. Get to the park a little earlier if you want more time at the park. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun stuff to do after the game. I mean, so I, much. If, especially we're so spoiled here though. That's true, the thing. Like true. we have an incredible neighborhood around our ballpark. Not, a lot of other ballparks don't have what we have here. True. So I, I could see how if you are in one of those places, like if Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go anywhere after the game. Oakland. Same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like you're Oakland, not, you're oh not my doing God. Do not go anywhere in, near <laughs> no, the ballpark no. after the game. Those games need to be like four hours. Can we make an exception <laughs> for the games in Oakland? Keep, keep their 500 fans in their stadium at all times. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about the Oakland A's? Do we have to? Do we we got to talk, talk about, about the Oakland A's because <laughs> Shohei Otani, who every single game he is in, does something historic that we've never seen before. Um, and like there were five people in the stands for that game. Yeah, that it, it, opening day. I mean, I, I I grew up in Seattle, so I got to go to a lot of opening days where that was your your World Series. The Mariners sucked for years, so yeah. you didn't really expect anything from the rest of the season. But you you were excited for opening day. Clean slate, sold out game. It was exciting. The A's, I mean, they had the the top section tarped off, yeah. As if this was like a, like you know, like when the high school team gets to play at the in the big league stadium, mm-hmm. and you know the, the I parents think more get people to come. Would have showed up for a high school literally. Game. Like they had everything tarped off. It was just it, it's tough, and it's really sad too because, you know, I mean, growing up watching being a, a Giants fan and living in Seattle where I got to watch a lot of those mm-hmm. um, those games on the West Coast, 
there was a rivalry between the Giants and the A's, and you get to see a lot of people getting very involved in Oakland A's games, and they were very passionate in the Bay Area. There was a distinct difference between those two teams. Yeah. And now it's just fizzled out. The Giants, they're not going to be very good this year, but they're still selling out games at Oracle Stadium, and the A's are not. They're just not up, up to that not level. Even close, not even too. close, too. I'm trying to look up the... Um, total attendance? The total attendance. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. And all you'd have to do is just, I mean, show a picture of it. And like I said, I mean, it looks like a, a high school state championship. You know, allegedly it was twenty six thousand eight oh five at that game. Mm, that seems that seems high. It seems it seems a little high. And 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 it was sparse even in the lower sections. That was the other thing. Is I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, the top sections are. So, I was so concerned. It, yeah, it felt like a like a you know spring training game or something. So I don't know. The A's have a lot of work to do. They're. I don't think the on-field product can turn some of their problems around mm -hmm. completely. Don't get me wrong; if they make it to the playoffs and they're playing in a in a, in a wild card or playoff game, I think they'll they'll have a good turnout. But barring that, I think they've got a lot of other issues they got to work through. They do, yeah. I I hope they get to move within Oakland. I know I I've been rooting for that for a while. Yeah, but yeah, they got to do something because that that I mean. That area around that park is rough. The area around the park is rough. The Coliseum itself is rough. I know there's some some history there with the Raiders having played there, and uh, but it's still not a great stadium at all. But arguably well, you know, one of the worst. Raiders are gone. They're dead to us. Yeah. Just tear down the Coliseum. It, it it's it should not still be up. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's like 20 years too up. It's up too long. About 20 years. Yeah. So the A's have a lot of issues to work through. It's not going to get better if opening day was how we just saw. The mm -hmm. rest of the season's just downhill from that. Super brutal. Super, super brutal. What other headlines did we have in terms of baseball? Um, did you see that Hunter Renfro no-look catch? <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. That, that was, was incredible. We, we actually got a comment about that, too, they, 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 talking about the Hunter Renfro catch. Uh, unbelievable. I. I mean, how casually he did it, just reaching over his head, too. And I will say, there are some plays in the outfield that I've seen, and as someone who's played in the outfield and made, like, a diving catch or two, some of those plays I watched, I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. I know everyone was freaking out. Oh, he made a diving catch, but it really wasn't that hard. He His momentum was taking him into it. He just kind of, like, slowed his momentum by diving into it. Yeah. Not the craziest catch in the world. It'll end up on SportsCenter Top 10, but it's not <laughs> the craziest catch in the world. That was one of those plays that I'm like, Dude, you lose the ball behind your head and still catch it like that. You lucked out. Incredible. <laughs> you got lucky. That was an Ichiro Suzuki kind of catch was what that was. Oh, you know what? It, yeah. <laughs> it was. Like, he makes yes. those kind of catches and you were just like, what? Oh, How did you do that? Ichiro. Everyone loves Ichiro. <laughs> Everyone loves Ichiro. So, yeah, impressive catch. I also liked how, like, just nonchalant he was about it. Just kind of casually like, boop. Yep, I got it. That was cool. It was, times. yeah, just super chill. Act like you've been there. Act, yeah, act like you've been there. Act Speaking like of, been there. of outfield kind of crazy things happening in the outfield, did you see the Dodgers' uh, proposal? The propo I think it was at the Dodgers game, right? The proposal that the guy went out there on the field, a fan ran oh, that, on the field. That's, I thought there was a fan on the field. I didn't know that that was a proposal. Oh, so I thought fan, it was just a dude on the field. No, dude runs out on the field, gets down on a knee to propose to his girlfriend. Who's in the who's stands? Who's in the stands, okay. yeah. Oh, He's no. down on his knee, doesn't see security just full full speed laying a blindside oh. hit on him dude's hat goes flying i'm sure the it ring i don't know if he held on to the ring did he fumble it we'll have to to check the footage on that but 
Oh, that was incredible. I and did not know that was a proposal. And apparently she said yes. She should have said no. She, apparently is, she said yes, I saw on Twitter. She's marrying an idiot. That, that was crazy. Dumb. That is a dumb that was, thing to do. That was, uh, that was a highlight that you should definitely watch when you get the, first, when you get the chance. First of all, like... That dude can never go back to Dodger no, Stadium. So, like, done. you can never go back to the place where you became engaged. Oh, true. You know? Like, true. you can't, like, revisit. You can't do engagement photos there. Like, but, his, but his fiance can because she didn't run out on the field. So can she go back to, like, memory lane and be like this? <laughs> and, like, FaceTiming him, like, honey, this is where where it all happened. Right there. That's where you got just lit up by that security oh guard. Oh, my gosh. I um, I think she should be banned, too, by proxy. <laughs> Probably. Because she encouraged it. Yeah, security guard did look like Von Miller. Dude was just crushing it. <laughs> it was, I saw the tackle. I was yeah. like, you know, the video that I saw, I couldn't see that he was doing a proposal, but I could hear the music that Dodger Stadium chose to play yeah. over him getting arrested. Oh, who's who's the outfielder, the center fielder for the Dodgers? I can't think of his name right now. Who was uh, in center But like, you, there was a video of his reaction where he was kind of like, you know, like, <laughs> okay, cool. And then he sees the hit. And he's just like, oh my god, yeah. that dude just got lit up. So yeah, that was good entertainment. You always love to that see that. That was, you know what? First day, one day in, and we already had a fan on the field getting blown. What up. a what a freaking dummy! I hope he hears. Very this. Dodger Stadium brand too. That's such an on brand for the Dodgers. I will say, um, uh, the when I was on my road trip and I went to Dodger Stadium, there were three or four people who went out onto the field, but they were protesting. Oh, really? They went out. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And also, I'm kind of glad they did it because then I learned so much. They went out on the field holding signs with the names of the neighborhoods that got bulldozed to build Dodger Stadium. Oh, wow, that's deep. So I was like, oh, God. So I like looked up like the names because I had my big camera with me. I was on my road trip. So I was yeah. like, oh, what is that? I typed it all in. I was like, wait. I'm actually really glad they did that because wow. I just learned so much. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a totally different approach. I don't think I've seen that very much. Um, I know, you know, I've seen footage long time ago when the, the Vietnam War was happening and you see those protesters running out, you know, protesting against the war. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely a stage where you can get a message across, but that's interesting. I had never, I haven't, I haven't seen that. You know what? I just, I felt like it was appropriate just because um, we were all there enjoying a game and it's like, you know, their families would still be enjoying their homes. Yeah, yeah. That's that if, and, if we and if you've there. been to I mean you've been to Dodger Stadium. If you've been to Dodger Stadium, you know, like it is kind of in the neighborhoods. Like you gotta drive through neighborhoods to get into mm -hmm. where the, the park is on top of yeah. a hill. And it's a gorgeous area too. It's really I pretty. I love that area. Yeah. I know that's an unpopular opinion here in Colorado, but I love I like Dodger if Stadium. If you like LA and the, the palm trees and like to visit, I don't know, mm -hmm. I never want to live there, but like if you like that kind of vibes every once in a while, it's a nice spot. Oh, by the way, the center fielder yesterday was James Altman. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's standing out there just like in shock of what he yeah. had just seen. Uh, football happening out in the outfield. I think he debuted at Coors Field actually last season. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He debuted. Brian Servant hit a home run because Brian Servant loves hitting home runs when other dudes are debuting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see that the um, that they're doing a whole new thing? Whenever someone makes their Major League Baseball debut, yes. they get a, a a patch, a debut patch, and then tops. I believe it was tops. Right? Yeah, Maybe it was era. it's tops. It's tops. Yeah, they, they're taking that as like a one out of one collection item yeah. that people can, you know, bid for the jersey of the player. Patrick and I talked about this yesterday because I thought it was such a cool thing, but then I realized that it was for... It, it was a thing that they were going to make money off of. And I was like, ah, I yeah. thought it was going to be like a keepsake for the dude. So, and I thought, and so I felt the same way. My first reaction was a little bit like, you know what? If I spent the first 20 years of my life busting my butt to try to get 
to, mm-hmm. to the big leagues and I finally make it happen, no matter what else happens after that, like I want to keep that jersey. Like I want every single piece of clothing I that I wore. I want every stitch of I want that jersey. Literally, yeah. the ball that I first caught, the, yeah. the bat that I like. I want a trophy case that's just like that was my opening day. That was my my major league baseball debut. I think that's one of the most romantic things in all of sports, but baseball especially yeah. is like getting that call up, getting the phone call, like, hey man, this is it. You're gonna you're gonna be getting the start for the first time and. You know, and so I, I thought that was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, you know? I'm a little bummed, but also like it's cool for whoever gets that one of one. True. Um, speaking of keepsakes, we got to talk about FOCO because they have all kinds of souvenirs that you can order. Uh, we've got some of them on our set right here. One of a kind bobbleheads. Yeah. Incredible gear. I love my, I personally, am my favorite article of clothing that I own right now is my FOCO sweatshirt blanket. Nice. It is very comfy them. looking. You've I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're ridiculous, but they're so comfortable. I, I, I they never are leave so them. warm. Yeah, I just wear I them everywhere. Sh- I shovel the snow in it like a couple months ago. That is a vibe. That's how warm it, that's how warm it is. Nice. Super cozy for home. But yeah, FOCO, they are our friends, and they are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. And not just for Colorado teams, for all of the teams for all of the sports fans in your life. These are great gifts. These are great little memorabilia. But yeah, they've got they've got it all. They've got officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms with every team. So you got to take a look and see what they have. But yeah, Foco, they've got our back for Colorado sports. They've got your back too. They've got the best gear around and you can get 10% off if you use promo code DNVR. That's for all non-presale items. But yeah, there's a link in our description. If you click on that, they know you that we sent you. And yeah, use code DNVR. You get that 10% off. Can't beat that. No, it's always good. Get in this some economy? Good fan gear. Yeah, right. Anything at a discount is I, great. I love this uh, Arizona bobblehead. Like yeah. this is so cool. The sunrise or sunset, whatever whatever you want to take at it on it. It's I'm gonna good. say it's a sunset because we've got stars, stars on the yeah. helmet. You mm. know. Also, shout out Isaiah. Happy birthday. Isaiah in the chat. Oh, yeah. We got Happy a birthday, birthday boy. Isaiah. Let's go. Nice. It's also Megan's birthday. Yes. yes I know you guys is. are having a girls night tonight. We're going out to dinner. That's fun. I'm I so know. excited. Well, there you go. Hey, enjoy it. Party hard. It's Friday afternoon club. You Friday afternoon club. We're just going to like. With a birthday. Yeah, with a birthday. Good stuff. Good times. It's good stuff. And celebrating a, a Rockies win while we can. Aries season. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> What? Of course you knew. Of course you know. Of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't On I? Brand. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Um, all right. What else do we need to get into today? Did you? Okay. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, Kale, I don't know if you loaded this tweet in. The CC Zabathia one? Uh, no, but I can give you two. Okay. So CC Zabathia tweeted out something that would convince him to take himself out of retirement. Could you guess what it is? What do you think Ooh. it is that would get CC Sabathia out of retirement? <laughs> I have no idea. That dude is so into retirement right now. He is not coming out. I have no idea what would get him out of retirement. Um, what if it's an article of clothing? It's still, still. Yeah, you're still. This still is, drawing a blank. So we, right here, we've got these Tims. Oh, never would have guessed that. With. Uh, with the, the cleats. They're cleats and they're Tim's. Um, wow. uh, these look nice, actually. But CC Zabathia saw this and said, oof, these might get me out of retirement. Uh, these are fire. Wow. <laughs> these are fire. I Can you imagine seeing someone <laughs> wearing those? 
That would be, I, I would tune in to watch a game mm-hmm. if a pitcher or a player of any sort was wearing Tim's on the mound. I think, I think maybe uh, the Rockies could have used them with the field conditions last night oh at Petco. Oh my gosh, yeah, with the oh, rain. for sure. Uh, the Rockies are probably one of the, the teams out there that, that really could use some Tim's, just in general. Just in general. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, have you seen the weather today? Could you imagine playing a game at Coors Field today? Oh my gosh, the wind. I, I felt like I was my car was going to do donuts when I was trying to drive over here. It was so windy. <laughs> my dog almost blew away. Dude, he was he oh, was struggling. Dude. He was struggling no, on his walk. Poor guy. So, He's so yeah, little. It, it, Tim's would be a good idea, especially cleats. Really lock into the ground there. I, uh, I'm obsessed. I have a pair of Tim's at home that are they're actual Tim's. Like They're not an off-brand. They're not a knockoff. They are Tim's, and they've got like a big, chunky heel. Yeah, maybe that's that'd it's be a good street shoe too. You just add it to their street line, you know. Yeah. Throw some cleats on the on the bottom and cleats their snowshoes. They're you know? so hard to walk in. They, they are. <laughs> like, if you're not and on a so field, they're so loud. They're so loud too. Like <laughs> I, I remember walking at home. Sometimes I'd come home from a game and I wouldn't have my cleats off, and I'd be walking like in the driveway at my house, and it's just like crunching all the way yeah. up my driveway. Yeah. Good times. Good memories. <laughs> um, okay, we've got some hilarious stuff in the comments. Trevor's like, "Oh, Judge needs those." Yeah. David's like, nah, Judge is already tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. I, if it, hey, if it helps him hit, hit more home runs, we always enjoy seeing that. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'm obsessed. First, first at bat for him yesterday with a home run. That was good. Wasn't surprised. Wasn't I, was surprised. Like, I, I just, I, you just know watching that. I'm like, no, he's going to hit a home run opening day. You yeah. just knew it. And, and, just, and, and I know, I mean, it's a little bittersweet for me seeing it, do, seeing him do it against the Giants, mm. but um, the Giants, they're whatever. They're, they had a tough year last year. They're 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 on the downhill slope. So um, to see Aaron Judge hit a home run, that was that was cool. I'll take that any day. Is it more painful seeing Aaron Judge hit a home run against your Giants, knowing that there were so many rumors swirling about oh, him becoming a Giant? I don't even want to talk about that. That was so <laughs> that was such a roller coaster of emotions last year when it was like he he's goes to the 49ers game he's you know and he's involved in these conversations and don't get me wrong the giants need a lot more than aaron judge so i i wasn't like you know he wasn't going to turn everything around for them but i just mm-hmm. would have loved to see judge um even in this division you know i mean i'm a giants fan i i'm a rockies fan as well you know living here in colorado and so mm-hmm. it's it'd be just cool to be able to 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 play against him and to see you know him in person because you don't see a lot of outer division games you don't see a lot of you know american league versus national league games um and it was actually interesting and you kind of brought up this point about Mm -hmm. the last time the giants and the yankees played each other on opening day it was a long time ago it was oh yeah so the last time the giants opened the season in new york in new york was when they were the new york giants the new york giants wild that is that's a long time ago. A long ass time ago. So yeah, that's so I. It was I enjoy weird. It was such that. a weird thing. Like yeah. that was the first game I watched yesterday because it was on MLB Network, and I'm like, the Whoa, Giants yeah, are in Giants New York. In what Yankees? is happening? Yeah. yeah, and so you know, like seeing Judge if he had been on the Giants, being able to see him play it at Coors Field multiple times a year, that would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, to see him play at, at elevation and to just enjoy watching his offense, even if it's against the team that you're rooting for. Um, so yeah, I was I was a little bitter on that one, but um, um, I think the media out there found um, someone had ordered a Giants jersey that said "Arson Judge," you know, to yes. commemorate that tweet from John Heyman yep. where he said that Aaron Judge was going to the Giants, but also had a typo and wrote "Arson." Yep. Um, someone ordered a jersey that says "Arson Judge," and the dude goes like, "Yeah, it was like the best like 
hour of my life, the hour that I thought that this was going to happen. Literally, yeah. The, the, I, again, the roller coaster of emotions was just, uh, it was tough. What a time. And we said, uh, we talked about that so much on the show too. I was like, we're never going to mention Aaron Judge on the show again. But it's a new show. It's a new season. It's a new show. New season, new show. New he's, season, uh, new show, new vibes. He's one home run behind CJ Krohn's uh, leading home run list. Imagine being one home run behind CJ Krohn. Couldn't <laughs> be judge. Yeah. What, what's he judge. doing? Couldn't gotta figure be. it out. But yeah, it was it, it was fun to see him uh, his offense get alive. I, I just enjoy watching him play. You know, he's one of those guys that it's like doesn't matter if he's playing against your team as long as it's not a playoff game or a mm-hmm. World Series game. You just enjoy watching his type of offense. Yeah. You know, you know what we forgot to talk about in terms of last night's Rockies game? We didn't talk about J-Law. Yes. We yeah. did not talk about how filthy J-Law was. A 1-2-3 inning. A 1-2-3 inning. That's, a, that's all you could ask for. It's a yeah. good 1-2-3 good, uh, inning um, against a very good offensive team. The Padres are not a team that you would go 1-2-3 against very often. Justin Lawrence made those dudes look like little leaguers. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And there's times like that when you're feeling it where you're just like, put me back in, coach. Like, <laughs> like it's so, it, that's another one of those, you know, I was talking about two home runs mm-hmm. in a game, th- that kind of feeling. That's another one of those feelings where you just come on and every single pitch you're throwing is just dicing up guys. Mm-hmm. And you walk off the mound like, yeah, I just freaking crushed that. You know, like yes. I just dominated those three dudes on the mound. And he's take he, a seat. And he's coming off of a great performance in the WBC too. Yep. yep. Take he was their a, closer. He's the closer for all of Panama. He can do this easy. Eighth inning, nothing. Yeah. Padres, incredible lineup. A billion dollars on the field. Yeah. It was like that kid for uh, what team was it? Was it Cuba? I think um, who came in and and like struck out like three of the best hitters in baseball mm-hmm. on team Domini- on the yeah. Dominican Republic and then they he got a minor league deal right after that yes. it's like one of those situations and I yeah. love those stories I know right it's yeah that's a good feel good story but um yeah J-Law had a good good outing and those are just confidence boosters too when you mm-hmm. can go out and have a solid outing against a very good team it it helps you carry that momentum into uh the next game yeah that was a, last night was fun i want to do it all over again i want I want the same thing. I want the same outcome. Yeah, right. Hey, let's just keep it rolling. Opening day tacos. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm just so no. excited about opening day tacos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> opening day tacos. God, opening there's day so tacos. many things. So many things to be excited about. I, I think um, one of us tweeted from the Rockies account. We were like, oh, the Rockies are on pace for 162 tacos. And like someone replied, like, don't you get four tacos with the deal? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Does anyone actually get the tacos? That's Please a lot tell of me math. if you get the tacos from Taco Bell. After a Rockies win, or after a Rockies score seven runs, not That's a true. Win. We talk about it a lot, but I've we never always taken talk of about that. it. It's just like the excitement of getting to the point where you have seven runs does ta- and you can tweet out tacos. Do, does ta- <laughs> do, do they? Does the restaurants? Do the, does the the businesses and the establishments even know? Are they aware of the deal? Like, if you showed up to a Taco Bell and were like, "Hey, the Rockies." Like, would they be look at you like you're stupid, you know? You know what? I mean, I think it's like one of those also like participating locations kind of thing. Yeah. It's a franchise, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So, I mean, I'm sure like there are a bunch of them who don't participate. Maybe that's I a content know. idea for you guys. We I know go Mar- to Taco Mar- Marissa's in the, in the area somewhere. <laughs> I, we Like that's something she can do, you know, with, with all of us is we go to a Taco Bell and actually take advantage of tacos. See how many Taco Bells we have to get to to get the taco deal? Yes. Like a scavenger I, hunt. I like this. Whoever can get their free tacos the fastest. Wins. I like that too. And and you as the fans, 
can also participate. If you go out and get tacos <laughs> and you actually get it, send us where you got the tacos. Let us know. And send us a picture and tag us at DNVR Rockies on Twitter because <laughs> we will totally hype you up for going and getting tacos. Okay, at least one other person in the comments says that they've never actually right? gotten the tacos. It's not just us. Right? Like, <laughs> I, it's, it's one of those things you just talk about. But it's just fun to talk about. It's like, about it's tacos. really just for the pride. Good yes. for Taco Bell. They got us talking about them. And yeah. they're not even giving us tacos for it. No, no. But the, the Rockies, uh, we'll have to we'll have to see if we can hold up that end and get some get some tacos this year. Oh, you know what? David brings up an interesting point. So I think the deal in Arizona, they only need five runs to get Taco Bell. Really? Yeah. Wow. Seems yeah. kind of cheap. Yeah. But I think Albuquerque, it's 10 runs because it's Albuquerque. Runs. 10 runs? Yeah. God. No one's ever getting tacos in Albuquerque. Well, no, Albuquerque games are crazy, though, because they have the same elevation as we have here in Denver. Oh, interesting. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, I guess just that's like true. a much more hitter-friendly ballpark. The whole uh, Pacific League is a very hitter-friendly just, league. Yeah. It, I, it, oh, yes, it is. And the pitchers. I mean, it's like at that point, you're trying to figure out still. You're trying to still work on your your movement on your pitches. And so like, you'll get guys who can like pipe 99, but yeah. it's like right down the middle. And if you get some hitters that can figure that out, <laughs> you're like, oh, well there's four home runs in this game. And it's the third inning tacos for everyone. <laughs> if you can yeah, find no, them. <laughs> they, they do be getting tacos down there in Albuquerque. I wonder if they still have that deal, but yeah, I know that they were doing a 10 run taco situation. Tacos are better in Albuquerque. Anyways, if you've been to oh, Albuquerque, so ta good. tacos are very good in Albuquerque. That good green chili. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that uh, businesses actually put green chili, like rest, like fast food restaurants, mm -hmm. put green chili on their typical burgers in New Mexico. Yeah. Like Marissa took me to New Mexico last year for the first time. I'd never been. Mm -hmm. And we went to like a Burger King or something and they had like a green chili option. And it was like yeah. mind blowing to me. Oh yeah, it's I, like a whole thing. Like very West Coast. I mean, I d I'd never experienced that. I got, um, on my way down to spring training, I got stuck in Albuquerque a little longer than I wanted to because there was a, a dust storm warning on mm. my route. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna hang tight. Yeah. But uh, for my friend that I was staying with, I was like, all right, I'm coming back. Like, do you want me to get breakfast at, um, where did I go? Wex, which is like a uh -huh, uh -huh. very popular spot. But I was like, oh, what do you want? And he was like, oh, I want this, I want that, I want that. Christmas. I'm like, what? Yeah, I learned about that. I yep. didn't know about Christmas. Red and green chili. Red and green chilies. So sorry to the people of New Mexico if I like spoiled a secret and that's Colorado. supposed to be like, and if you know, you know. It, yeah, and Colorado. I mean, I since moving here, I there, there's a lot of green chili and red chili uh, that that is being served. I. Green chili was like a treat for us in Seattle. Like you, you, yeah. you know, it was very rare. We'd make our own, you know. And then coming to Colorado, I, I joke with Marissa all the time. I, every time I see green, green chili on a menu, I'm like, "Babe, they have green chili." And she's like, "Everyone has green chili in Denver. <laughs> like, you're in Denver, of course it's green chili." So I'm still learning. Culture still shock. Yeah, I'm still Culture figuring it out. Shock. It's great. I'm I'm in heaven here. Yeah, no, that's the one thing that I'm just like, I'm like, oof. I mean, I the one thing about you know being here in this region of the country, it's like, oh, we got green chili, we got like good Mexican food. I miss good Italian food. Does Coors Field not as much good Italian food? True. Does Coors Field have good green chili options? I I haven't actually gotten you know anything what? with green chili. At I Coors. I can't say that I've eaten food at. Coors Field in a while, uh, just because like you know we're so up in the press box during the games. True, true. But um, uh, at my favorite nacho stand, it's not a regular queso; it's a green chili queso. So that's good. Yep, yep. So that um, is that is my favorite ballpark queso of all time. Yeah, it is so good. I'm curious because if I mean I know I, like I said I'm still relatively new to Colorado. I've only been living here for a couple years. So if you in the comments, if you guys have been here 
going to, to Rocky's games your whole life, let me know if there's some good green chili food at Rocky's games. I, I love green chili, so yeah. I will get on board with that any chance I get. Um, I know you don't get to go to opening day. Are you going to try to go to any opening weekend? Yeah. Opening I, series First chance games? I get. First yeah. chance I get. I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at a game. Um, it's baseball season, so I'm going to try to get to as many games as I can. Yeah. doesn't matter where I am. If I'm here, Seattle, San Francisco, <laughs> uh, Chicago, I'm, I'm going to games yes. wherever I'm at. So yes. um, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to go to such a beautiful ballpark here in, in Colorado. We're spoiled. We're very Listen, spoiled. Listen, I can say for a fact, because I've seen them all. Yes, We're you spoiled. have. We're spoiled. Yeah. This is a great setup. Um, do you guys have travel plans this season? Uh, do you guys have anything on your list? As of now, no, but I would love to. I, I actually really want to get back to Seattle mm -hmm. and go to a Mariners game, uh, assuming that they do well this yeah. year. I was telling you a little bit about this before the show. I know some people, some friends who I grew up with who are working uh, at the stadium at Safeco Field. Well, T-Mobile yes. Park now. A man um, of habit, ladies and gentlemen. I know. <laughs> um, and they were saying that, you know, the Mariners... Uh, front office got a little bit of a taste mm -hmm. of winning last year for the first time since 2001 and they are going all in they installed smoke cannons in the in the stadium they've got flamethrowers up near like the 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 kind of um train track up top mm -hmm. like they are embracing the fan experience and the mariners had a very good game to start off their season and if you watch some of their highlights ty france's home run you'll see how enthusiastic the fans are just that taste of having good baseball back for the first time mm -hmm. since 2001. That was a long drought. Is incredible. Mm -hmm. And and so I really want to, if the Mariners are playing up to their ex expectations, I want to go back and watch a game, especially yeah. like a Mariners-Yankees rivalry game. Yeah. That'd be really cool. See, visit family. So that's kind of my hope right, right now is to go back and watch some West Coast games and... Mariners-Yankees rivalry. Is that a rivalry to the Yankees or just Mariners? Uh, that's a great <laughs> question. Um, I would love to say that it's both ways. I think from a playing standpoint, the Mariners historically, if you look at the stats, have won a lot of those games, which mm -hmm. I think makes it a bit of a rivalry for the Yankees oh, because the okay. Mariners have just... I think it's because they have that mindset. The fans are really into it. They're always sold out games. Mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely more for the Mariners' hearts than it is for the Yankees. Yeah, it's one of those like, oh, the Yankees are like, eh, come on, you guys, like, stop it. You're in third place right now in, in the division. Like, <laughs> stop it. One of these days, the Yankees will take the Mariners seriously. Yeah, but the Mariners are getting back into it. We've got some uh, some good prospects, some good players. Julio Rodriguez, you love to see him doing well. J-Rod, my rookie of the year last year. Yeah. Because I called it. Yeah, he and is. I a, got it right. He's a stud. He's oh a stud. Oh my gosh! So um, I'm excited to watch the Mariners, and uh, I think they're going to be a lot of fun to to see this year. And it's also good because I, I get a little conflicted rooting for the Giants and the Rockies since they're in the same division, so that mm -hmm. gets a little challenging. But the Mariners, I'm like, you guys are in the AL. No we, worries. I can root for you guys all year long. Totally cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll be rooting for the Mariners this year. The Rockies are going to Seattle in April. Mm hmm. That's it's. I think so I have wild. family that's going to be uh, planning on going. My sister's here, um, so maybe she'll get the chance to to go watch that game. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah. My favorite moment at um, uh, at T-Mobile, 
uh, whatever. What was it called before? Safeco. Safeco. Yeah, T-Mobile. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I, I probably told this story on the pod before, but um, Ty France, first baseman, there is a section of fans. They call themselves the South of France. They are down the first baseline. Yes. And uh, there was like a game that I went to where they actually like worked with the Mariners to have a promo night where like everyone was wearing yep. like berets and like they were giving out baguettes at the park. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. They were giving out baguettes. So I was like, okay, like if I were French, I'd be like, what the hell is the, the Mariners do a really good job of getting fans super involved. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember when King Felix, Felix Hernandez, yeah. was was named King Felix, and everyone had the yellow shirts and the K's, the K's for the king and mm -hmm. the strikeouts. And I remember at the day after, or the game after, he threw the perfect game. I didn't get to go to that game. I had friends who did. Um, but seeing the pictures of a sold-out Safeco field, and it was a sea of yellow. The whole thing. It's like the middle of the year. Like, yeah. meaningless baseball. <laughs> Sold out Mariners game. Sea of yellow shirts. Everyone with Ks. They, mm -hmm. they put a K on everyone's um, seats. Oh, and it was just gosh. incredible. You're just like, what a random thing. And then um, there was another guy, uh, a, a Canadian pitcher. Forgot what his name is. Um, he's jumped around from a few teams. But he was one of their top pitchers. And they had the maple trees. Big maple. And they had oh. all the maple trees um, that they planted up on the top of the, the stadium. So they, they, they're a lot of fun. That's a fun ballpark to they're go to. They're a fun organization. Oh, uh, David says in the chat, older Yankees fans are still salty about 1995. True. Okay. True. I love a little drama. And like, hopefully, you know, with like a good Mariners team, I love anyone who gives the Yankees a run for their money. You know what I mean? And, and, and you bring up a good point, David, because uh, I think this could turn, if the Mariners are good this year and the Yankees are good this year, it could turn into a both sides rivalry. You know, it's been a one-sided rivalry yes. for a while. But if the Mariners and the Yankees are both uh, good teams this year, that could be a, a stressful game for the Yankees or a stressful series yeah. for the Yankees. So um, that could be one you keep on your calendars if you're uh, turning on the TV to watch some random baseball. Mm -hmm. If you see the Mariners-Yankees playing each other this year, that could be a good one. <laughs> All right, we got to let's reel it in. Yes. Uh, we have... Just over an hour until uh, first pitch out in San Diego. Kyle Freeland's taking the mound. Daz is hitting leadoff. Brian's out in right field. Blackman's DHing. CJ Crone is back at first base. McMahon's at second. Montero's at third. Diaz is catching. Castro's out in left field. Tovar at shortstop. Yeah, I'm excited Let's to go. see Freeland too. You know, I mean, yeah. I think it's always nice when you get to see your your uh, your stars take the mound for the first time in a mm -hmm. real game after spring training. Um, and we had a good outing yesterday from Marquez. So Kyle Freeland, it's his, his chance to shine. I love it. A little Colorado King. Uh, make sure you tune in on Sunday because we have our getaway day show. Uh, that's going to be right after last pitch out in San Diego. Um, uh, Patrick and I will be back. Brendan Vogt will be back on the show. That'll be a good time. Uh, make sure you get your tickets for that DNVR Rockies takeover because we are, we're going to sell out. We haven't yet, so get on it now. It's going to be a lot of fun. Party bus, Brex on the bus. Mm. You're getting a free T-shirt. Like, that's insane. We love a free T-shirt. Yeah, Brex. There's Brex right there. Best Brex there is right I would, there. I would guess that we're doing cans on the bus, not bottles. True. I but would guess. Canned Avalanche Amber is my go-to, so yes. we've got it right here. These are tempting. Um, uh, all right, guys. Uh, may oh, also, we know it's hard to catch games. You can catch them all here this weekend. I'll be here watching them. It'll be a good time. Um, Christian, tell us where we can follow you on As social always, media. On Twitter at CJJ Sayas. And uh, yeah, that's the best way. 
That's the best way. Best we got way. Kale producing too. Kale like didn't even have we we did so much blabbing. Kale didn't even get a word in. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Kale, Kale doesn't have his hat on today. It's it's a it's a good look for Kale. Big day. Big no day. Hat. No Big hat. Day. Kale. Big yeah. day. Love to see it. Kale has been. I don't know. You guys need to know. Kale has been like mixing up his look like a little bit. The past couple of weeks. Yes. Just like every day, trying something a little different. It's and I fun. love that. It's fresh. It's fun. Fresh and fun. Fresh and fun. Kale's got drip, you know? Oh, he just so does. much. So much. He's one of the drippiest guys here. Yeah, we like we like working with Kale. Kale's a good we guy. Love Kale, it. where are you at on social media, my friend? At Kale Sorbo on Twitter, at Blue Eyes with a Backpack on Instagram. Nice. And he spells Kale with two L's. Not like Kale McCarr. Similar, no. but different. Some of the same letters. Yes. Some of the same letters. We love our Kales here in Colorado. We do. Uh, make sure you are following all the latest Rockies news at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And Christian, you know what we say about how I close out a show? Not today. I don't know how to close out a show, but whatever. We will see you later. We will see you on Sunday post game.